Let's praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we thank you tonight. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Thank the Lord. Thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Lord, you are awesome, Lord. You are great, Lord. We thank you tonight, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Lord, we just give you all praise, Lord. Hallelujah. You are great and awesome, God. Hallelujah. Thank you for this day. Thank you for this week. Thank you for the life you have given us, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Abba Father. Hallelujah. Father, tonight, Lord, I, I just ask for your strength, your wisdom, Lord, your understanding tonight, Lord, as I read your word, Lord, what you have given me, Lord. And Lord, I just ask, Lord, let it be, let truth ring out tonight. Let understanding ring out. Let healing take place tonight, Lord. And we ask this all in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, my Lord. We thank you, we love you, and all the people say, amen. Um, I really don't have an opening um, uh, scripture, but um, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm gonna just get into it because I'm, I'm a kind of bounce around, I should, because I'm, I'm gonna talk about the First uh, Corinthians, so I, I know there's plenty of scriptures here, but uh, I'm gonna just bounce around um, the first part. Um, Paul's writing uh, a letter to the Corinthians in First Corinthians, but we're gonna settle in uh, chapter 13. But Paul right here is writing a letter uh, to the Corinthians church. Um, dealing with some problems, issues, uh, uh, some misunderstandings. And uh, they said they had many problems, many uh, things, you know, a little bit about the Corinthian church. It was a, a very wealthy church. Um, some scholars that was there, some uh, just normal people, Greeks, Jews. Uh, it was a mixed church. Uh, a, uh, Orientals, Asian. You know, it was it was at a seaport, so you know they had a lot of mixture of people. And so, what came into the church was uh, a lot of different beliefs. You know, you you had. This one believed this one. This one was raised to believe this way. This one was raised to believe that way. So that's that's what came into the church. And so Paul started the church. So what was happening there, um, some was, you know, pretty stable in the church, but then there was some, but everybody wasn't a problem um, at the Corinthian church. But here, Paul was talking to them. He talked about uh, a lot of different things, if you read 1 Corinthians uh, uh, about the church. And it wasn't that, um, I think these was new uh, 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 people that was turning their lives over to Christ. And they needed teaching, you know, they needed to be taught. And Paul 
I, I believe writing these letters and writing letters to them, he was teaching them, you know, that be, how to be a proper Christian, you know, how to, how to, uh, uh, their marriages, how to act in marriages, how to, you know, just, just do the right things as a Christian because some of them came from some pretty, pretty messed up backgrounds. If, if you uh, read some of the stuff that they was trying to do but was corrected not to do. I put it like that. And uh, so one of the things was uh, Paul was in uh, talking about spiritual gifts and you know that was a, a, a biggie in that church there but he kind of uh, talks about it in 12 about spiritual gifts and uh, uh, things like that and so in 13, he kind of hits on um, speaking in tongues, but he's, he was really covering a lot of the spiritual gifts of God because he kind of hit on the speaking in tongues because it was getting kind of overboard with the speaking in tongues. It probably just broke out, you know, different ones breaking out and speaking in tongues. And Paul was kind of telling them like, you know, uh, it's not a bad thing to speak in tongues or anything like that. But he, he, he also told them, like, if you're going to speak in tongues, also pray that you interpret. See what I'm saying? Because there, must, there has to be an interpreter to speak in tongues. Because tongues is to edify the church, to bring up the church. Now, if God's going to give somebody some direction through speaking in tongues, there has to be an interpreter. See? But... If there's no interpreter, it just edifies the person. It just makes the person, oh, he's super spiritual. You know, and that's what Paul was saying. But Paul was going around, he started off with that because that was such a problem in this church. So Paul was hitting on gifts and everything. So right here at the end of verse 12, he said, now I will show you a most uh, uh, elegant way uh, uh, excellent way I mean he was talking to them now you know he was telling them probably was getting on them about the, the, this issue that issue that issue that issue but he said I'm going to show you a better way in other words you know how to deal with this how to deal with your gifts how to deal with the, uh, uh, the church you know and, and ministry and stuff like that because basically that I believe he was talking to the leadership because the gifts and everything was uh, uh, these people he was it was edifying the church so he said I want to show you a more excellent way a better way to explain uh, what was going on how to explain how to uh, uh, be above approach uh, uh, I guess you would call it and you know it says Paul was writing about the spiritual gifts Corinthians was rude with their spiritual gifts. Angry, anger broke out between people. Here at the end of 12, that's what I just read. You know, and because um, they, they was putting their gifts aside somebody else's gift. My gift's better than yours. You know, I'm more spiritual than yours. And this is what was happening. So Paul said, I'm, I'm, I'm going to show you a better way to understand this. And then he started talking about love, you know. He started talking about, 
you know, this is the way you should conduct yourself in love. That's what Paul was saying. He said, to have love, you, you got to have love, you know, not the romantic love, not the friendship love, you know, and, and he said, if I don't have love, see, if I don't have love, you know, Paul said, I'm nothing, you know, he said, Paul is writing to them about agape love. Is someone that will go out of their way to help the hungry person, the thirsty person, the stranger, the naked person, or the sick. Matthew 25, 31, you can read it at, uh, to 40. It talks about that, you know, uh, uh, where Jesus said like, hey, when I was sick, you know, like you fed me. And they didn't know what they was talking about when I was hungry, you know, when different things was going on but here in Matthew they said hey master when did we do that see but the Lord said if you do it to any man or brother you did it to me you know say if I don't have love I am a clinging symbol that's what Paul is telling him he didn't say if you don't have love he put himself in the picture he said if I don't have love now when you look at Paul's qualification, he's very intelligent, very super spiritual, you know. He do have the knowledge of, of, of our father, you know, but he said, if I don't have it, see, he didn't say the, the congregation or anybody, but he said, if I don't have it, I am like a clinging symbol. Loud noise can be good, but it can be irritating and distracting at times, see. If I have the gift of prophecy, if I know all mysteries and have all knowledge, and he's not talking about any knowledge. He's talking about having the God-given knowledge, spiritual understanding, having this kind of spiritual understanding. Sometimes it puffs up a person. It get, they get prideful because they feel they know something greater than what you know. And I believe this is what was happening in the church there, is that, you know, it's like, hey, I know this, but you know what? They wasn't teaching it. Even if I have faith to move mountain, Mark eleven twenty two, but don't have love. That we talking about that agape love? It profits me nothing. Paul says. Paul started to tell them about this agape love. Love is patient. Love is is long anger, long suffering to endure irritation, you know, and, and, and see, it's like what was happening there, he, he, he kind of, he, he said love is patient. You got to have patience, Paul telling them in ministry. You got to have, you know, long suffering, you know. Uh, I remember a guy uh, that I was, came through ministry with, he used to tell me, Gary, you got to have rhino skin. <laughs> you got, you got to, you got to get tough. <laughs> you know, you, 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 that long suffering God, you know, he's patient with us. He has that long suffering, slow to anger. Huh? And do not let anger get the best or lashes out or get even with someone. See, Paul was addressing, addressing something, but he was telling them a better way to deal with what they was going through. Love is kind. Stepping, someone stepping 
stepping forward to save uh, to solve a problem or share the burden to meet the need you know this is the kind of love Paul is telling them that you know what this is what you need in ministry this is what you need and maybe in your household this is what you need in life you know, it's not just any kind of love. This is that goppy love, that love that when you see somebody, you look deep into their, deeper into them like God do. God looks deep into our hearts. Huh? He looks over the faults. He looks over our mistakes. Galatians 6, 2 says, bear one another's burdens and so fulfills the law of Christ and then Paul goes on to tell him love doesn't envy uh, wanting something that belongs to something else like their gifts and I, and I believe that's that's what was uh, taking place there they they was envy envious you know they 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 wanted this person's gift they they, they couldn't respect the person for who they was with that gift, but they, they wanted that gift. Uh, they was envy of each other. Argumental. Love doesn't brag. Someone who loves to help others cannot be self-centered. Uh, someone with that agape love will lift somebody up instead of boasting on themselves. Like somebody come to you and, and maybe ask you or need your help, you know, or, or want to tell you about the Lord, how they done blessed you, but all of a sudden it turns around where, let me tell you what the Lord did for me. But what about what I just said? Yeah, but the Lord was, man, he just did this and this and this. And, you know, not self-centered. Someone with a godly love would lift someone up instead of boasting on themselves. Love is proud. Love is not proud, excuse me. <laughs> godly love will build someone up instead of taking talking about their own reputation. Love is not rude. The Corinthians, you know, they, they had a, a, a problem with uh, at the Lord's table and during communion. Uh, you know, they was very rude. Uh, the Corinthian church, uh, some of them was getting drunk off the communion wine. Back then, they, they served the real deal, Yeah. <laughs> not like you know we we get the little uh grape juice but back then that was that was real so they was getting drunk at the lord's table then they start getting loud getting rude see and paul basically was telling like hey y'all got to stop all that see embarrassing themselves in return turning people away see they 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 was having little issues of drinking love rejoices in truth agape love wouldn't will not 
rejoice in someone's fall, but they will rejoice when they give their life to the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, the truth. Rejoicing uh, uh, with one another. You know, happy that, you know, the Lord is blessing. Oh, wow, you got that blessing. That's great. Uh, gave your life to the Lord. Wow, that's even greater. Huh? So, as the worship team come, and I have some more papers, but John three sixteen, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believe in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. You know, right there, that's the father's love. That's that father agape love. That's what he did. He gave his only son. He said he so loved the world. And he did that for you and me. This is Jesus' love, agape love. It's in John 14. Let me read this. Here it is. It says, in my father's house, there are many rooms. If it were not so, I would have told you. I am going there to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back to take you to be with me, that you also may be where I am. You know the way to the place where I'm going. And Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you are going, so how can we know the way? And Jesus answered, I am the way the truth and life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you really know me, you would know my Father as well. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Lord, show us the Father and that will be enough for us. Jesus answers, don't you know me? Even after I have been amongst you such a long time, anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Don't you believe that I am in the Father, that the Father in me, the world, the words I say to you are not just my own, Rather, it is the Father's living in me who do the work. That's Jesus' love. Huh? But the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, one love. 
It's not a different love. He said, where I go, you would also be. And that's what Paul, I believe, is, was trying to tell the Corinthian church there. You know, we could do all this. I could stand here. Sister Linda and them could sing. Pastor could preach. Ministry. But if we don't have love, it won't build the church. Yeah, it won't build the church. Love built the walls of Nehemiah. Because there was a passion. That man had a passion. Nehemiah had a passion. He went to the king with a passion. And I believe Paul was telling them, for whoever shall call, not that one. Uh, Paul was telling them that you need love in your life for ministry. You need love in your life for your family. You need love, not any love. You need the love of the Father. You need the love of the Son. You need the love of the Holy Spirit. That's what's going to make you whole. That's what's going to give you the breakthroughs. See? And I believe Paul had a lot of compassion on the Corinthians. No, they wasn't perfect. But then again, God's people, he said, I call the foolish things. <laughs> uh, he calls the foolish things. He calls people like me. Uh, to bring truth, to bring understanding. So, the altars are open. Love is the foundation of ministry. Love is the foundation in your family. Love is the foundation of your breakthrough. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that he who believe in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. That's the love of the Father. That's what he want to give us tonight. He wants you to get the healing you need. And that's the love that he wants to give you. For whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Amen.